Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is a little bit different. It's called Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram weekday mornings at 8 a.m.-ish. That's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're Pacific, 7 a.m. If you're Eastern, 10 a.m., I would love for you to come live and hang out with me at them. But, you know, it's always 8 a.m.-ish because, you know, your girl's got to sleep sometimes. And I was getting so much feedback from everyone that they loved it, but sometimes they missed it and it'd be nice to listen to it that, I mean, why don't I put it here on the podcast? So if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at Dawn Bradley Hair, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-H-A-I-R, should have made a song about that, go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and actually correspond, correspond, like it's like writing a letter old fashioned. You can actually chat with me there and be live on these. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. One second here. Technology. It's like, okay. Oh my gosh. Welcome to the Anxious Creative Podcast. I have a very special guest with me today, my friend Yara. Oh my gosh. Yara, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I am thrilled to be here. It's such an honor, and it is always such a fun conversation to do a podcast with you. So I am pumped. It is so fun. And I feel like, has it been, I mean, it feels like a time warp. It feels like last week we did a podcast together, but I feel like it's been like two and a half years, maybe. It's been a really long time. I was thinking about it this morning, and I was literally a completely different person. Really? Yeah. So when we were talking just before recording this, we were talking about like, what should we talk about? And we came to the conclusion of like transitions in life and business because you've had them both happen. Yes. And ongoing. And right now we are in such a transformative like period of time. And I can go into that a little bit more, but transformation and transitions are something that are going to continue to happen especially for all of us who are entrepreneurs and like business owners, if we're looking to grow, we're going to have to evolve. Yes. And so walk me through, for people who don't know who you are, can you tell everyone a little bit who you are, what your career and life path have been like, and the trans- some of the transitions you've gone through already? Absolutely. Thank you so much. So my name is Yara Delatore, and I am a business energetic and astrology coach, but I am also part of the beauty industry. I have been since I was 16 years old. I am a salon owner. I am still behind the chair a couple of days a week. And I love being a team leader and encouraging everyone in my team to, you know, uplift in every area in their lives and business scaling and in their personal lives. Some of the listeners may know this already, if you are already familiar with who I am, but I also, a hairstylist in a wheelchair. I had an injury, it's going to be four years on April 28th, and that injury left me paralyzed from the waist down. If you want to hear all about it, you can like listen to our old podcast or look through, through, you know, some of the ones that I have done. I won't go way into that, but it was obviously a huge transition in my life to go from being an able-bodied person, live in a quote unquote, normal life to now being a person with a disability, but still a business owner, still a mom, still an entrepreneur. And I have been a salon owner for officially in July. It'll be five years of my salon, Lashes and Curls Studio in Chilargo. Wow. Okay. So I love, yeah, like go, like you, your story is so amazing. And I say, I, also people are saying they're hearing an echo that are watching live. I'm getting AirPods delivered to me shortly, hopefully, so that you're not hearing the echo. 
I love your story of transformation that you've stayed in the beauty industry despite diversity. And yes, go watch, watch and listen to our previous episode. And I think the cool thing is, is so many times, I know myself included, when I've gone through something that doesn't feel fair, that I wasn't planning on going through in life, I kind of have in the past been like, okay, like I've dealt with enough pain, struggle and transition, like things to just be like easy breezy coasting. Have you felt that way before? And then when new things come up, be like, what the hell? Yes, yes. And I believe that being a human and a business owner, being somebody who wants to move forward in life, it's something that we need to get comfortable with, right? Like being comfortable in the uncomfortable and understanding that when we ask to level up, there's always going to be a messy middle. You know, we can stay in our comfort zone for as long as we want. But there will be no more from that. So if you are striving to make more of your life, to make more of yourself in any area, right? That can be business. That can be your physical health. That can be your mental health. There are going to be periods of times in which those obstacles, those challenges come up. Because one of the things that I like to say is every challenge, every obstacle, every test that you are given, it is given to you. So that you can become, so you can learn the lesson that you need in order to become the person who you were meant to be. And so, yeah, I love that. What do you, sorry, my my phone, the sound thing is driving me nuts. I thought this was such a good idea. Now I'm getting like echoing back. So knowing that it's going to help you become who you're meant to become, when things and transitions come, like you were sharing stuff about your business and transitions and like that they're wonderful and beautiful things but they're still hard. How do you honor and validate your feelings while also seeing that it's going to help like refine you into something and somebody that you're always meant to be? Oh my gosh, that is such a good question because it is so important to understand that we are experiencing a human experience and humans come with feelings and feelings are okay to feel. And one of the things that I used to do back in the day when I was like really functioning from like maybe an unhealthy sort of like overworking or overdoing or wearing that badge of honor for like I'm badass and nothing hurts me. Like that is actually so detrimental to your health to try like to push everything away. And I was like the queen of that. I was for many years, I've actually have like swallowed up things and like kept them to myself and then just put on like a happy face, which led me to a huge breakdown that then led me to a huge breakthrough when I was finally able to really sit with my feelings and be like, it's okay to be human. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to feel sad, mad, angry, depressed, even during those moments, especially when they're first happening. One of the things that I've talked about in many podcasts and in my content before is understanding the process of grieving, like the seven stages of grief. It's such a powerful thing that I think every human being should like look into. You can literally go on Google and just look up like what are the stages of grief? And the first one is shock, right? So anytime that something really big happens, any kind of transition, you get some news like, you know, like my injury, like you'll never be able to walk again. It's like shock. Right now in my business, I was talking to you about this previously. There is a very important person in my business who is going to be transitioning out of my business at the salon. And I love her and there's nothing wrong. We love each other so much and she's incredible and she manages, she coordinates the whole salon and 
she's fallen in love. And that is a beautiful thing, you know, and because she has fallen in love, there's going to be some big changes in her life, which means that she's going to be parting ways with us. And when I first got the news, I was very much in shock. And after shock, I went through a really big period of like sadness. You know, it felt like it almost felt like a breakup. I was like, what does this feel like a breakup? Like I am hurting right now. And in the past, I would have tried to fight those feelings and like repress them and maybe even like acted like, and I've done this too, even in business, I would have been like maybe a little passive aggressive, you know, because I didn't know how to like react to such a big thing. And I was just, you know, I could have gotten all caught up in my head about a lot of things, but instead of doing that, I decided to say, okay, thank you for telling me I'm going to need a moment. And allowing that person to just like communicating to that person that you're going to need a moment. Then I went home and then I felt all my feelings gone. I fucking cried and I screamed and I just was like, that's it. I went off the club to salon down. We're not going to survive. I'm done. All the, like, you know, all the things. And I think this is so common with business owners. If you're in a salon, you're listening in or any kind of business. Like I know that all of us go through a period of time where we want to throw the towel and just be like, forget about it. This is not what I wanted to do. And it can happen once a year. It can happen once every quarter. It can happen every month for some people. But, you know, if it is a line for you and if this is something that you've created and that you love and that you treasure, no matter what happens, no matter who comes in and out of your life, there's always going to be a way. But honoring yourself through those emotions, through those feelings, creating the space for you to feel all of these things and then realize that you, your feelings are very valid, but your feelings are also not like a sentence, right? They're not like a life sentence. You move through them. You've got to feel them to heal them. I love that because it's funny how recently I've been like, I was listening to The Power by Rhonda Brin. Have you listened to that book? It's like along the lines of The Secret. I think she wrote The Secret. And when The Secret first came out in whatever year it was, I was like not into it. I didn't believe in it. I was super against it. And so it's really funny to like see my life transition. But she talks about like love is what brings everything into our lives and we need to like give more love, but also like all emotions are valid. And I think that the toxic positivity that can happen sometimes where it's like we don't honor the negative feel the, the feelings we classify as negative, which like all emotions and feelings are valid and there's no greater ones or worse than ones. And what you were like, what you were saying and how I related to it was like, Sometimes if we don't have the emotional release, just honoring and being like, oh, I feel this way isn't enough. We have to like actually experience them and release them. And I don't know about you, and I'm curious if this has been your experience, but it's always when I have a big release and it feels like I'm at the bottom of the barrel. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. And I actually let myself feel and experience it fully where like the next day things are better. And no word of lie, like I had a big old cry yesterday about something that I didn't even realize I was holding in and not allowing myself to feel. And today I feel lighter and better. And I'm curious if that's been your experience as well. Yes, 1000%. I feel that it is such an important part of of the human experience to allow our emotions to come through. And it is important to make room, right? So like one of the big things is like, sometimes when we feel really frustrated and we want things to work, we may be very lenient towards looking for solutions 
and looking and looking and biting and going everywhere. Like, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? But you're already full of like the, the situation and of your thoughts. So you may be like really in your head about it where nothing can come in. You're full. So you got to make room. And how do we make that room? By like crying, by releasing, by screaming, by running, by moving our body, by shaking off, you know, whatever it is. And by allowing ourselves to do things that makes us feel good. Like, again, going back to those big news that I that I received, one of the one of the like old bad habits that I try not to fall into anymore is like eating my feelings away. Right. Like. (laughs) So like. I have been on a big journey in, in many different areas of my life, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically. And one of the big things was like my eating. Last year, I really worked with an incredible dietitian who completely rewired my brain around food and eating and literally like fixed my brain that was like screwed up from the 90s, like growing up in the 90s and 2000s and thinking that I had to be like 110 pounds in order to be pretty. So finally, I beat that. But when I received those news, I all I wanted to do was just eat junk. And I let myself eat junk for two days. I'm very aware of it. I was like, this is going to feel good. It may not be healthy, but you're going to let yourself have it for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And like finding that like moderation. I'm definitely an emotional eater. And like when I'm tired, when I'm sad, when I'm happy, when I'm excited, I want to like celebrate with eating. And it's funny how like starting to create the awareness between it feel good, feels good in the moment, but I feel like shit after. And like going like, how do I want to feel long term? And even just one thing that I learned was like start when I want to like have the big bag of chips or when I want to make the chocolate chip cookie dough and just eat it. Can I go journal first? Can I what if I went for a five minute walk or I had a girl on my podcast a couple of years ago. She was a happiness coach. And she said, what if you first ate an apple and then you can still have the thing after? It's not about eliminating, but adding to the adding healthy onto it and then seeing if you still want it. And I was like, those are such good hacks because so many times I'm like, I shouldn't. And I shame myself for the things of how I'm experiencing my emotions rather than going. I kind of picture myself like coming out of my body and then coming around and looking at me face to face and going like, what's really going on here and what do you need? Mm. And having that moment of like looking at myself face to face or being like, is it like 14 year old Don that's hurting right now? Is it five year old Don that's not feeling seen? Like, what do you need that the food's going to accomplish or that whatever the habit or thing is that I do to soothe myself? Mm. The Netflix binging. Right. So like being the observer of your own life, right? And yeah. when come when it comes to transitions and to anything in life really having awareness like that is game is a total game changer because we are so used to getting caught up on like what is happening and we make that the sole like point and like it's so easy to like spiral in that space of like I don't know what to do. And like, so like just having the awareness of something's happening. I'm going to let myself go through the motions. And on the other side of this, there's always going to be a solution. There's always going, it's the transition is only going to lead onto the next part of your life in which you are meant to be. Even if it means like, you know, some transitions are not fun. Like some may be 
exciting or, you know, like, again, like going back to my own business, like right now, you know, I felt like I needed to like throw the towel. And then I came back to my senses and I was like, listen, you created this business. This is your business. You know, there may be a lot of people that come in and out of it, a lot of people that help it grow and they are going to be a part of it forever, a part of the story of this business. But ultimately, it is yours to nurture and anything that happens along the way with anybody that comes in and out, you're still going to have something. You're so whatever that may be, you know, I mean, my business is still going to go on. But even if it was like to close down and whatever, it would lead me onto the next stage where something greater and bigger and more aligned is waiting for us. I love that. And so what do you say to the people who I call it the spider web of anxiety who are like, okay, I'm in transition, like the shocks happened. And I'm trying to plan way too far in advance rather than be present in the moment. Like, okay, like, or maybe they're like, I know transition is upon me and I need to make a decision, but I get caught up in the like A to B to C to E to F to G. So that's such a good question. I actually just went through a scenario very similar to this with one of my one-on-one coaching clients. The first question that I asked her when she said, I need to make this big decision, I'm really like, freaking out about it. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's the right choice. I've made bad decisions in the past, blah, blah, blah. Like all the things, right? Like all the things that our mind tell us, like, oh, you fucked up before. You don't know what you're doing. Is this the right? This battle. The first thing that I told her is like, when do you need to, like, when do you need to make this decision? Why? And it's usually sometime in the future, right? If we're able to, a lot of times, like for me, I was given six months notice. So I have two options. I can either dress the entire six months and drive myself absolutely batshit crazy and cry every single night and say, oh my God, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to fix this? Or realize that number one, I have time. So I can take time out of the equation and put that anxiety and that worry, like physically imagine yourself putting it down. You know, like I am going to deal with this. There is a time in which I am going to deal with this. It could be a couple days. It could be six months like I have, thankfully. But putting after you feel your feels being like, okay, the reality of things is that I don't have to fully worry about the thing until X day. And then from there, how do we deal with all of those thoughts? What am I going to do? A lot of that sounds like, so I do energy work, right? And energy is like essentially everything. Everything is energy. But it's like grade five science where we learn that like matter and atoms, like everything's moving, everything's energy. Yeah. It's science. Yeah. At all times. So there is a lot going on in our heads and we can be very like up in our heads about, like I was saying, all these ideas, like, what am I going to do? Who am I going to hire? How am I going to reach people? What is going to happen? How is the transition going to go? The first thing that I would recommend after putting it down would be to ground yourself to find solid ground because you're not going to be able to do anything or any good decisions really if you're rushing and you're up in the air so like that's how I like to think about it like air like you've got all these thoughts going on and you're floating you're going whoa I'm gonna go crazy I have no idea so what do you do you put it down and then you find a way to bring yourself and your physical body and your mind and your spirit back into the present moment and how can we do that a number of different ways my favorite and best way is like spending some time in nature being in solitude being quiet 
actual like mother earth is grounding to us. So putting our hands and feet into the ground will literally balance out your energy. It'll like give you like, I believe it's like negative charge and it'll like bring you into a state of neutrality. And then again, you can then create room for those ideas and those solutions to drop in. I love that because I can live up in here a lot. Like I get so many ideas. And one thing that my therapist does when we're doing processing, which is like helping rewire the brain, is earth breathing, where you breathe in up one side of your body into your womb, and then you breathe it out down the other side of your body back into the earth. It's really powerful and cool. And it really grounds you, making you feel like one with everything around you and kind of makes you feel grounded. <laughs> so you know what? I know that this is like like a kind of like a new age topic, but it's being like it's being used in more modalities like psychology. It's being used in therapy. It's being used in the business coaching industry a lot. And yeah. it is because it works. It really does work. So if you're new to it, if you're listening in and you're like, well, how do I do that? I always say like 30 seconds of mindful breathing or mindful being is better than none at all. So if you can literally just take one minute to sit wherever you're at outside would be better. But even in your car mm -hmm. and just focus on your breath and allow your body to come down and feel that presence and feel that connection to everything around you, it'll put you in such a better state of mind. Absolutely. I love it. I know someone just said that with while we're live streaming, we're getting feedback. I'm not able to see it. So please tell me. Yeah. You know what I think is I muted my computer and I turned my phone up. Do you want to try that? Just like turn your sound off on your computer. So don't mute yourself, but turn your sound off. There we go. And then listen. There we go. That should be better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it'll still record us over here, but we don't won't get the feedback. That's much, much better. Okay. So yeah, grounding yourself. I didn't realize like I, one of my favorite stories to tell, and I'm big into therapy and my therapist is like very energetically aligned as well, which I love because it like really connects that way. But this was quite a few years ago when I was dating someone long distance and I would get so excited when I was coming to see him and it, I would be like up here and like anxious, but excited. And I couldn't tell if it was anxiety versus excitement. And I remember my therapist being like, okay, well, when you get off the plane, like step aside and just feel every step, look in the distance, look for things like, and just like really being aware. Cause I just be like rocking through the hallway, so excited to go see them. But then also I like wouldn't calm down for a while and I couldn't settle and realizing like my excited energy was very similar to my anxious energy. But then I like, I almost, it was almost like an anxiety attack, but of, but like an excitement attack where I like wasn't present. And I was like all up in my head and learning how to do grounding techniques. One, like, I mean, I know we're talking about transition, but that was like a transition from like one state to another state. But really learning how to be present in the moment can be really hard when transition peaks some anxiety, when it has that shock of like, well, what, what's going to happen? How am I going to deal with it? And one thing I've been doing cold baths and cold plunges and ice, ice baths. And what I've learned is that's really helped rewire my nervous system to go, life's going to throw shock and surprise at you always. 
And how my body chooses to respond to it is going to help me manage getting through it. And doing a cold bath has really taught me, like, I still get in there in this morning. I was like, (laughs) but it's not for like the full two minutes now. It's like, okay, right away, my body's like, okay, something new. It took me by surprise. But then it calms itself down. And like learning to do box breathing and like learning how to regulate my nervous system, which was really hard as an anxious person. My nervous system used to just take over and I'd go into fight or flight or fight, flight or freeze. We're now like finding ways to, my coach Garen says, put yourself in voluntary discomfort daily so that when transition is thrown at you unexpectedly, you're able to maintain composure and get through it a lot better. Does that resonate with you, Yara? Incredibly, incredibly, incredibly. Yeah. The best thing I've ever done for myself was regulating my nervous system. I was also in a really terrible abusive relationship for about five years in which I walked on eggshells every single day. And when talk about nervous system dysregulation and cortisol levels spiking up and like I was a fucking mad stun for like a year. If something fell, I would still flinch, you know, like I, my nervous system was just screwed up. And through, you know, breath work and grounding and mindful being and therapy and a lot of this like conscious work, it's like you, you train it. It's like anything else. It's like a muscle in your body that you train. And when you learn how to experience discomfort and not allow it to over overtake you completely and take you down your life will be so much better in every area i am a better mother i am a better leader i am a better business owner yeah i love that because so when i was doing the ice bath in mexico a couple weeks ago i was excited to do it i've been seeing people talk about it hearing the benefits of it like not only just physically but mentally like you know like helping you become more resilient but my body did not want to do it. And so when I was, I was standing there and the guy was like telling us all about the benefit and my heart started to palpitate. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm like in my head, I'm like, I want to do this. I'm excited. This is going to be interesting. But my body was like, I'm not excited. I'm not, I don't want to do this. And my, I was like, why am I having an anxiety attack about this? Cause like my body and my head weren't aligning. And then all of a sudden I got lightheaded and I had to sit down and I was like, my body is doing its best to get out of this. It doesn't want to feel that shock because it knows. And it's so interesting. Like, I mean, they say like your gut has like more, more stuff than your brain or I don't, I can't remember what it was, but like your, your, your brain is in your gut or something like that. Like our Mm -hmm. gut health has a lot of like our body, isn't there a book, our body keeps score or something like your body remembers trauma and shock and it remembers what it was like. And so even though mentally I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this, my body was trying everything it could to get out of it. And it was a really fascinating to be experienced to be in that observation mode of myself being like, wow, my heart's palpitating, telling me I'm not safe. I'm like getting starry eyed and lightheaded where I had to sit down. Like it did not want to go through the discomfort of getting really cold. And the first time I got in there, so I'm like, I'm not, I've learned with my anxiety, anxiety is all in the anticipation of something. And so I'm like, I'm going first. Normally I used to go last and I would delay and experience that feeling of anxiety longer. Now I'm like, let me please go first so I can get this over and done with and out of the way. So I got right up to the front and we had to do this whole thing and then just like jumped in. I have it on video and you can see like for the first, it takes two minutes to start getting like the serotonin and the dopamine and all the like healthy things being released in your body. But it was unreal. I stayed six minutes. And then I didn't want to get out and I've been continuing to do it. And it's amazing. 
Like I still fight with myself every time I do it being like, I don't want to do this. I don't want this. This like, why should I have to do this to feel good? Like I can sometimes get in this place of we shouldn't have to go through hardships in life. It's not fair. It's not fair that anyone has to. Like, what's the point? I don't get it. But then realizing like anytime I do something hard and I have this phrase, I'm a big deal and I can do hard things. Anytime I do things hard, whether it's like waking up and going in the cold bathtub, it's like afterwards, I am so grateful for it. And I mean, we've both been in abusive relationships before. I don't wish that upon anyone ever, but the person I am today because of it, I am so thankful who I chose to become through it. And I'm like, are you, do you feel the same way? Well, I want to circle back to a couple of things. I know we're wrapping up. One of the most important things in transition and just in anything in life, you've said it a lot of times, is being in observation mode. Become observant of yourself. And then the second thing, and I know that we talked about this before. Yes, I agree with you. And I want to bring up like a quote that I know that you're not a fan of. Like I will always remember this. And it's like, you do not like the quote, everything happens for a reason. Oh, I don't. But (laughs) but I offer a different perspective to that quote. But I love perspective. Yeah. And I offer a different perspective to that quote. And it's like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that sounds a little like superficial, you know, like it's very shallow. Like, like, ah. That shit really happens to people, and that's a horrible thing to say, but all things work together for good. That's what I like. I agree with that. And okay, one, I love that one, I love when people can bring up and we can have conversations around things that we like see things differently and maybe disagree on because there's no like right or wrong way to things, right? And the reason why I don't like the phrase like everything happens for a reason is because we like, and probably because we're looking at it two different ways is because I don't think people are meant to go through some of the shit they have to go through. But I do, what was the second one you said? That everything works together for good. All things work together for good. Yeah. We have the choice in how we move forward from things and how, like, I always like to use an example. So, I mean, I'll use an example of a car accident. If you're sitting at a red light and someone rear ends you, that's not your fault. But it would be really easy to say your car isn't drivable. It'd be really easy to sit around and be like, my car doesn't work, but it's not my fault. I'm not getting it fixed. But the reality is that like your car is still your responsibility. And so often in life, I've chosen to be like, it's not my fault. I shouldn't have to do this. And we like kind of get and that's true and that's fair. But the reality is life isn't fair and we still have to take responsibility for who we are now, despite the things that weren't our fault that we had to go through. And so I think we're on the same page with that. Is like we everything can be worked together for the good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't life better lived choosing to see it and how we can use it for the good, despite it not fair that we had to go through it? One thousand percent. Yeah. The one thing that we do have a say on is how we handle things. You know? Yeah. And I got to say, Yara, like you are a huge example of someone who's chosen to see the good in things that have happened and continue to see the good. And I'm in awe of the way you handle yourself, the way you hold yourself, the way you position yourself and the way you choose to move through life and through adversity and through and who you are, are becoming and are choosing to become and are envisioning becoming because of it. Because I mean, life doesn't stop throwing a shit, does it? It's all given. It's all been given to me so that I can learn the things I need to learn in order to become who I came here to be. Yeah. So what's next for Yara? 
Oh, so I have a lot of really cool, exciting things. So I opened up my one-on-one coaching program. It's called Tower Divinity. And you can go and find out all about that in my website, yardelatory.com, or you can DM me. Honestly, like I love talking to people because especially when it comes to one-on-one coaching, I have so many like different keys that I hold, right? It's like business scaling. I do astrology. I do energetic work. I like to work with breath. So it's like... I only want people who are very aligned with me. I only want people who I know I can help. I don't just want everybody. So please message me if, you know, I sound like I have something that you may need. And then if you want to just be part of my world, I work with the Astros and the moon in particular. The moon has been an incredible help to me in my journey of self-discovery and self-exploration and development. Um, I could go really deep into that, but I have a membership. It's called the Moon Portal Membership, and you can anybody can join it. It's $11.11 per month, and I drop in two workshops every month, one for the new moon, one for the full moon, in which I dive into the energies that are playing out in the cosmos right now and how those influence our lives and our business and how we can best utilize them and work them. And I always finish every single up with a meditation and a journal prompt so that you can really start putting things into action. I love that. So go to your IG. Can you just for anyone listening to the podcast right now, what is your Instagram? My Instagram is my full name is Yara.Delatore. And I know you'll link it here too so that they can easily find me. I am so excited to meet every single person that comes from you because like I said, you and I have so much in common and I feel like we always have the most aligned connections within us. So if you're in Dawn's world, please come into my world. I want to hug you. Yeah. If you're in my world, you are going to love Yara. I mean, you're already in love with her after listening to this podcast. Go listen to our previous podcast from a couple of years ago. I think they'll, I mean, I'm going to go back and re-listen and just like hear, I think both of us, I know both of us have grown so much since then. It'll be interesting to like hear how our voices sound. Really? Right. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and hang out and give your wisdom, share your energy. I was saying before we pressed record, like I can just feel this sense of calm and groundedness from you. And it's like this like glowing of you that I feel like there's like a shadow lifted off of you. And it's really beautiful. You feel light and airy and fresh. And it's just so awesome to see who you I mean, you always were amazing. But it's really cool to see this metamorphosis you've gone through and how I feel like you're just taking up more space. You just said that, you know, that was my first intention ever when I started doing this work. I told like the first thing that I ever wrote down in journal about, it's like, I want to be able to show up and to take up space. And so you saying that is like a really big full circle moment for me. Oh, I love that. Well, Yara, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today. It's always an honor to be in your company. And I can't wait to see all the things that you continue to do and be because of the life and the transitions that come your way. Sending you so much love always. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and Business Breakfast Embedded. Like I said, I would love for you to join me live on Instagram every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, and get your questions answered directly from me. It's so fun and it's super cash and I'm always in my bedhead, usually in my PJs, and we have the best time. And if you enjoyed this episode, 
let's spread the love and share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. Make sure to like and subscribe to get this out to more people. And if you didn't know, I have monthly contests and all you got to do to win some awesome prizes and merch. And who knows, I think the, the prizes are going to get better as we go. Just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. That's a huge help for me. And I want to be able to honor you and reward you by putting your name into the contest. The winner is announced the first Monday of every month. And I'm so excited because I hope you win next. So go leave a review wherever you're listening to this. And until the next episode, stay weird, friend.